recently on uh, image from NASA, so they're showing us a picture of the Earth. Is that real or is that something? They got caught. I've got uh, there. There was a guy that that named Bart Sabrell, and he used to work. I think he worked for ABC News, one of the big companies. But he went out on his own and started doing documentaries. Well, he was doing a documentary on the moon landing. All right. And he sent NASA a, a request for footage to use in his documentary, right? This is a normal thing you do, right? You send, you want footage and you want the permission to use it, you send requests. Well, either a whistleblower at NASA or somebody did something by mistake, but they sent him um, about 11 minutes of footage from Apollo 11. On the very days they claimed to be halfway to the moon, they were in low Earth orbit, sitting still, not not orbiting at 17,500 miles an hour. They were sitting still, faking a picture of the Earth, turning out the lights in the cabin, using a circular window of the Earth below, and trying and putting in a piece of cardboard in the paper in there to, to make the Terminator line. This they got busted. It was Buzz Aldrin. It was them. Apollo footage. Um, but they've been busted so many times. For instance, the, the Apollo 17 picture, they said was the entire lit side of the Earth from the moon, right? So it means you should see the whole thing. When you go to uh, find out, you, you take that, that photograph they took, and you go to that time, you go back to the, that time and date stamp site, and you put in what part of the Earth's lit up at this time of the day on this, you know, they couldn't get it all. They can't get high enough to get a picture of the whole thing. The guy who did the blue marble, remember the iPhones came out and then the, and yes. they had the picture of the earth and it was the blue marble, they called it, right? Mr. Blue Marble, the guy that did it, uh, created, he's called a data visualizer at NASA. Here's what he said. He said it's photoshopped because it has to be. That's him. That's why you see NASA put out, they don't say they're pictures. They say they're composite images. Composite images, okay. They so, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the moon. Uh, so I watched the show that was so the moon landing. It was all it was all hoax. Um, yeah, never... yeah. They couldn't do it. Uh, I'll tell you one reason. Number one, that we know they couldn't do it because okay, they claim that they sent back a television signal to the Earth from the moon, right? Two hundred two hundred forty thousand miles. Engineers and ele electrical engineers have said, and I have the books by them. They've said point blank, there is no way that in 1969, they had enough power, they could take enough batteries or power generation to the moon to send a television signal back 240,000 miles, impossible. Number two, they told us the moon has one sixth gravity, right? And so the, the, the Eagle that landed on the moon had a 10,000 pound thrust engine that they had to land, right? Go back and look at the pictures. Every picture underneath the lunar lander, there's no blast crater under there for that to land. There's no dust even on the uh, moon dust on the the landing pads. There's nothing. Uh, there's shadows going multiple directions, meaning there's multiple light sources. Um, number one, many times the dust sticking to them. Dust to stick to you has to have moisture in the air has to have moisture on your clothing, right? Yep. The, moon's, the moon's supposed to have no atmosphere, no moisture. And yet the dust was sticking to them. Um, I mean, uh, the moon is supposed to, to rotate 15 feet per second, right? 
That's how much it's, it's turning. So when uh, Apollo 16, when young astronaut Young jumps up in the air and does the salute of the flag and lands back down, that's at least a second or two. Uh, the, the, he should have landed with no atmosphere and the, the moon spinning at 15 feet per second. He should have landed a minimum of 15 feet or 30 feet away from where he was. He did not. Yeah. I could go on and on and on. That's a question. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the computer in our car, they have more navigational systems back then. That's what GPS in there. Oh, we've had GPS since uh, before we put up satellites in 19. See, we do have satellites. I do believe that. We have satellites, but they're on balloons. They're balloon satellites. And, and I've got all the documents from the uh, Declassified Freedom of Information Act request. They're all, it's all balloons, brother, in, in the atmosphere. But they don't even use those. We've had a system called the Loran system that ships that we used in World War II, um, how to navigate, it's all land-based. And get this, get this. I have a ex-Special Forces friend of mine, um, and he used to, uh, go on missions to extract certain political figures from certain countries. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he said they were on a mission one time and he was the radio guy and he had the sat phone and he said that, uh, you know, he, his job was basically they would get this guy out. If they were seen, he was the radio in let them know we, we've either been seen and we're going to have a hot extraction or we've not been seen and we're going to stealth out of here. Right? Well, they were seen, they were under fire. He's looking down the sat phone, no signal, no signal, no signal, no signal. So he doesn't call in again. Choppers come in, it's hot, they're getting shot at, but they, they get out. Gets back, the brass comes in, debriefing. Sergeant, why did you not alert us? Why did you not call in? He said, I never got a, sat a satellite signal. They laughed, they all the brass looked at each other and laughed and said, <laughs> and said, it's all land-based communication. Next time, just make the call. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. They know. I've talked to an Air Force Air Force captain, ex-lieutenant colonels that ran the entire European theater and Asian theater, radar experts. Yeah, it's flat, man. It's flat. Um, we've, been, we've been lied to about everything, my friend. Everything. Balloons only go up so high, so there's nothing when you said it's all land based, no communications are going through those satellites. No, here's what happens now when you get up to all right, all right, you got to look at it like this, okay? God said He made a firmament dome, right? So, and it's solid. Now, we don't know how high that is, it could be anywhere from somewhere. My estimations from what I think is probably about 500, maybe 600,000 feet max, all right. At 73 miles, and I've, I've researched this out, I've shared this in the book, At se even, even NASA admits pretty much 73 miles is where everything changes, okay? Um, amateur rockets like the GoFast rocket have been shot up and all this stuff. Uh, physicists, everybody agrees at 73 miles, there's a change. It's not outer space like we've been taught. It's not this empty vacuum and we escape the Earth's atmosphere. That's all nonsense. What it is, is, is it reaches about negative 465 degrees at 73 miles. What happens at that range and above that range is what's called a uh, superfluid gas. 
the ancients called it the ether okay but basically it's almost like a it's it's a very dense almost water like but gas and it's very dense which is why they have to have two stage rockets they have one stage to get them to that point the second stage they have to plow into it i have video footage of uh, one of uh, elon musk musk's launch from california and you can see where it changes where it goes into the blue ether gas when it leaves uh, the the oxygen rich environment and moves into that it looks like they're plowing through blue water um yeah so are and, all the big nations are all of them involved in this like russia? yeah they all know now now a russian cosmonaut who was uh from poland uh they asked him not too long ago is the earth flat or is it, is it a ball he said oh it's flat so there's there's been whistleblowers to tell the truth about this but most of your astronauts, like Buzz Aldrin and those guys, were high-level Freemasons, and they were under they were high-level occultists. And of course, NASA was was headed up by Werner von Braun, who was an SS officer who was deep into the occult with the Vril Society um, before he left Germany and came over here. 